Norm MacDonald just passed away after dealing with cancer. And the thing that's interesting is that he also pretty much squandered all of his finances in his life, which is uh, sad to see, but people can learn something from that, right? So let's get into the story, right? You look at Norm MacDonald's fortune upon his passing at age 61. And this is basically like a how to not live your life financially speaking, right? Because this guy made millions of dollars. Keep that in mind. So Norm MacDonald has died after a very private nine-year battle with cancer, which, you know, that must have been extremely brutal. I mean, nine years dealing with cancer, the chemo treatments. (sighs) That's going to be horrible. So he was 61. His longtime producing partner, Lori Joe Hustra, shared why he kept his battle a secret. He was most proud of his comedy, He never wanted the diagnosis to affect the way the audience or any of his loved ones saw him. So McDonald's career spanned across many mediums. McDonald is best known for his comedic appearances, be it on stage, television, or the silver screen. Even his smallest roles left a lasting impression on fans. The native of Canada first became a household name on Saturday Night Live or SNL during the show's 1990s heyday as a series regular and weekend update host. So in films, you could find him alongside Adam Sandler, Eddie Murphy, Rob Schneider, Chris Farley, and Chevy Chase in movies that included Dr. Doolittle, Billy Madison, and even a brief appearance in Grown Ups. As for television, his roles expanded decades, including recurring appearances on The Middle, and more recently, Seth MacFarlane's The Orville. He even starred in several series such as the self-titled Norm, A Minute with Stan Hooper, and Sports Show with Norm MacDonald. Now, he performed comedy through 2020, including live stand-up about coronavirus in a YouTube series, Quarantined with Norm MacDonald, Norm as a writer. So MacDonald's first writing job for a major television series was in the sitcom Roseanne in the early 1990s, right before hitting it big on SNL. Since then, he continued to write for series he starred in, as well as the 1998 comedy film Dirty Work, which also saw him in the lead role. And again, the thing that you got to understand about these, right? Like, he's basically batting 100 at like doing all these different things, right? And what I mean by that is he's having a lot of opportunities and he's getting a lot of very well-paying jobs, right? So some brand endorsements. One of his most famous brand endorsements was that of Colonel Sanders for Kentucky Fried Chicken or KFC. He also lent his famous voice to AT&T commercials and was a spokesperson for Safe Auto Insurance Company. So McDonald and his gambling addiction. And see, here's the thing. like A lot of people don't understand this, but gambling addiction is probably one of the most brutal when it comes to losing your money. So at the time of his death, McDonald was estimated to be worth about $2.5 million, according to Celebrity Net Worth, but honestly, that was probably a lot more. So if not for a serious gambling addiction that left him with just $200,000 from the millions he made on SNL, he would have been worth more. He once shared he lost all his wealth 
three separate times gambling, with his largest loss being $400,000. So just keep that in mind. He literally lost all of his money three separate times. This is the dangers of gambling, right? And again, a lot of people don't understand this, but gambling can get bad very quickly. And it's a very addictive habit, right? The problem with gambling is that once you get one single win, you'd think that you could just go and win again. And this is where you get the problem with people basically going to the slot machines because they just won one time like a year ago or 10 years ago or even 30 years ago. And you still got that same person like, oh, I'm just going to hit the jackpot. Just, you know, a little dollar here and there. No big deal. And then if they were to actually crunch down the numbers, they'd probably spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on something stupid. And this is the same thing as like, buying a lottery ticket now you might be thinking well i mean what's the big deal of like spending a little bit of money on a lottery ticket right the problem is you're going to have people who literally put all of their money into the lottery because they think oh by buying more tickets i'm going to increase my odds which is technically true but guess what you're still not going to win so you got people literally spending their whole paycheck on lottery tickets and i'll tell you a personal example right when i was much younger i went to the grocery store with my dad and we would basically you know check out people just like buying lottery tickets right seeing if people won and all that kind of stuff because it's just fun to do right and we had a very short talk a very short conversation with the person who sold lottery tickets this lady who was super nice And she was like, oh, you know, a lot of people will sometimes win like on the $1 scratch off ticket or the $2 scratch off ticket. But she said, what's sad is when I see some people literally spend all of their money. And so we were like, what do you mean? Well, she's like, well, let's take for one example. This one guy comes on the first of every month, like clockwork, the first of every month early in the day because that's when he gets his social security check every single month and he literally cashes out the full amount of his social security and spend every dime on it from his social security on lottery scratch-off tickets and if he wins on the lottery scratch-off tickets guess what he just puts that money straight back into more lottery scratch-off tickets and so this is the problem that people need to understand, right? When you gamble, that opens up to you creating a very bad habit to basically just losing all of your money. And I'm not saying that, you know, gambling here and there for fun that you budgeted for is wrong, right? You can go ahead and do that, right? There's nothing, there's no difference between like, you know, going to the movies on the weekend or, you know, doing whatever you want to do on the weekend that you budgeted for, right? The problem is, is that people get addicted to gambling because they have this reaction where if they just win once, and that's all it takes, if they just win once where they make money like that with like a snap of the finger that took no skill at all, right? 
People think they can repeat it, even though really they can't, and this brings you down to a very dangerous path of constantly spending your money, thinking that oh, I just need one big win, and then I could pay off all my debts and make some more money, right? And it's a very, very dangerous way of thinking, right? And this is actually potentially even more dangerous than someone who has like a drug addiction, right? Because guess what? Once you run out of money, basically, it's going to be very hard for you to keep doing drugs. But the thing is, with gambling addictions, you could get into massive, massive amounts of debt. You could end up dealing with loan sharks who are going to break your shins, right? Like, there's a lot of factors that you got to, you know, deal with when it comes to gambling addiction. And not only that, gambling addiction can just destroy not just you financially, but your wife or your husband, your spouse, whatever, your kids, right? Like, there's people who've literally spent their kids college funds for their gambling right and it's so prominent like gambling is so prominent but no one really is open to it like no one's really open about having a gambling addiction right and i mean just take for his example right he literally lost all of his money three times like he could not break the habit and that kind of goes to show you just how addictive gambling actually is, but also how dangerous gambling is. Imagine if you had to start your life over three separate times, okay? That's crazy, okay? That is absolutely crazy. And so his real estate investments. So at the time of his death, McDonald was this man. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2015, it was rumored that McDonald purchased a house in Playa Vista for $750,000 after selling his Santa Monica condo for $2.2 million, which he probably sold to pay off his debts. So the private life. McDonald leaves behind his son, Dylan, who who he had with his ex-wife, Connie, and the two were married from 1988 to 1999. And that's basically for Norm McDonald. But the thing is, the thing that you could really understand about his story is that, one, your private life is your private life. If you're dealing with cancer and you don't want people to focus on that, you have the right to go and do that. But also, having a addiction like gambling can make your life so much harder, right? Having a very feeble financial foundation will make your life harder, right? And the good thing with him is that he was making so much money that, you know, paying for cancer treatments probably wasn't too hard for him to do, even with his gambling addiction. That being said, if he did not have his gambling addiction or if he actually worked on it and got rid of it early on, it would have been a lot easier for him during cancer just because he wouldn't have had the added stress of financial stress. And this is for anyone else dealing with any sort of medical issues or health issues or who just don't want to deal with those health issues, right? It's like if you get yourself in a healthy and strong 
financial foundation, meaning you're out of debt, you got an emergency fund, and you have some money in investments, and you're still putting money into investments and like kind of like building a very strong financial future for yourself. Having a health issue, right, is going to be a little bit easier to deal with financially, mentally, and emotionally because you do not have the added stress or focus of having a bad financial situation, right? Because, for example, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you got massive amounts of debt and then you get hit with cancer, you're probably going to lose your mind, right? And it's going to be harder for you to have a better outlook in life, right? But if you have a few hundred thousand dollars net worth, right? And then you get hit with cancer. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, you still might die. But you're not going to have the added stress of, oh no, am I even going to be able to eat tomorrow, right? Can I even afford these treatments, right? Will I even have enough money so that I could kill myself, right? Why even have a roof over my head even after I'm done potentially with cancer treatments? So that's the way to really look at it is that the reason why you should focus on building a strong financial foundation is so that you could relieve your stress, relieve yourself from the stress of the financial situation, from the bad financial situation, right? Because having all these added stressors on your life on top of a health issue is going to be hard to deal with for anyone, right? Of any income, right? And here's the thing. A lot of people don't understand this, but you can be making $200,000 a year and still be living paycheck to paycheck just because you're financially illiterate or you just don't know, right? You just don't know how to manage your money correctly, right? And you just have a lot of debt. So if you need help with getting out of debt so that you could build a strong financial foundation, go check out 40inbox.com to learn how to get out of debt so that if you are ever facing a health issue like him, you could deal with a health issue without having to stress about your financial situation. And we'll see you in future episodes. Feel free to give your own thoughts about the matter. But either way, it's sad that this has happened. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.